Now, before I ask each of these boys to whisper their secret, let me say that I know that long after I have retired and I look back on this show, the memory of this secret will always be one of the brightest ones in my whole entire time. Oh, have we got secrets? I'll tell them that much. Welcome to the Recruitment Whisperers. Well, not their footage yet. Sizzle. Uh, then we've got the sort of shuffling of average players, which is Musgrove to Saints, Burgess released, Poasa for Parmasuli to Radcliffe. And then today, Ben Condon signed with Manly. And it looks like they're going to get Austin Diaz as well. So he, he played a couple <laughs> of games. those blokes? G'day, everybody. Welcome to episode 267 of Not The Footy Show. I'm Warren Nicholson. I've got Rob Cox with me. Guess what time it is, Coxsmith? Is it the... Uh... Recruitment Whisperers. 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 Now, you, whisperers. You, now, this is episode three of the Recruitment Whisperers. That's been that popular. that yeah. you sent me a photo via text this week, mm. and uh, you've got some plagiarism to report. I do, mate. You can read it. What does it say? <laughs> you don't have it in front of you, do you? No. <laughs> uh, I like it when I um, don't discuss it. when you catch me unawares. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just scrolling news, through all the thousands. News Limited. Things. That we said to each Channel Nine. Uh, Who it's, is it? uh, it's Fox Sports, and oh, uh, their headline is limited. "Desperate." In inverted commas, Knights to finally land their man as Tigers buy 900k, 1000k bullet dash transfer whispers. Transfer whispers. Oh, the yeah. staff writers—they listen to the show. Is that what we've decided? Well, I think someone might be. Or maybe no one is, and we're just uh, living a life of delusion. Yeah, that's that's pretty it's accurate. Nine hundred thousand dollars—is that what uh, Luke Brooks's contract's worth this year or next year? I can't, I can't work it out. All I can hope—I I, really—I mean, we know we know that Tim Sheens is a smart man, right? Mm-hmm. I just hope he's held on to Brooks long enough to make Newcastle hungry enough to pay the full freight for Brooks, because mm-hmm. you know what. Luke Brooks has been taking a pretty nice wage from the Tigers for the last five years or so. And uh, most would argue, I, I suspect, that he hasn't really delivered uh, to the tune of the money he's been making. And why would you want to keep paying him after you've just offloaded him? So I just hope that that Benji and and um, Mr Sheens uh, have cleaned him out of the closet forever and they shan't be paying anything towards his tenure at the Newcastle Knights. What are your thoughts? He has one year left. The number they bandied around was 1.2 or something. Uh, it was His last few years were on massive back end because he signed a five-year deal, didn't he, when they let, uh, when they missed <laughs> out on re-signing Moses, Tedesco and Woods. The big four. Or they three, kept it was. Um, Brooks on basically all the money that was left over. I don't think he's the big been... Three, <laughs> the big three plus the big winner. Yeah. I, I don't think he's been horrendous for the Tigers. I think he's you think also he's been worth a million bucks. No, but he hasn't been horrendous. Uh, oh, look, by that by that measure, then Matt Frawley's been an absolute goldmine for Canberra because he's on about ten bucks a game, and we're getting super value from that that superstar. Although he could end up with the Knights as well. Who knows? 
This is the uh, recruitment whispers. Uh, what I wanted to bring about Brooks is that the time was last year to do it. I know what you're saying in regards to you know, wait till the contract isn't that bad and you can offload him and maybe it's only having to bite it for one year, but his stock went down this year. And the question for the Tigers is more, I think, how long do they have to hold on to him into the new rugby league season or the rugby league year that uh, that figure is actually more appealing to Newcastle from a financial point of view as opposed to the Tigers getting rid of it off their books? Do you know what I mean? Uh, I get what you're saying, but look, I think the Tigers have had enough of Luke Brooks and I'm more than sure that Luke Brooks has had enough of the Tigers. Um, It's time to move on. And and even if Brooksy has to take a $300,000 pay cut, 900 is still pretty good coin for a bloke that's won nothing, you know, and hasn't led a team to anything mm. other than a wooden spoon, I believe, this year. Bit of, I ain't mean, I mean the timber, last year of his deal. Come on. Bit of timber work. Yeah. Um, I, I would, you know what I'd rather see the Tigers do? And you know I've got a bit of a soft spot for the Tigers. I don't know yeah. why they keep letting me down. But I'd rather see them keep that 300 or the 400, whatever they're going to save, on possibly topping up Brooks as a account just to get rid of him Mm. and i'd like to see them bring junior pierce back from france or england wherever he is pay him the 400 grand and have him come back what's the was there ever a relationship between benji and mitchell pierce they have a they never they don't never played any kind of no i don't think so put it together there was a there was a big there was a big relationship between mitchell pierce and kieran forum because they played uh school football together yes um but I don't think Benji ever had. But it'd be a great ending to Mitchell's career, wouldn't it? I think it's a fairy tale. Go back to where where his old man was a club legend, yeah, and like finish it. off prob- probably on a high. You know, I, I I still think he could play in the NRL, no problem oh, yeah. at all. And if he Actually, did, he'd we'll, be in the top half of the, the comps halfbacks. Funny you say that because there is a part of this segment we'll do at the end regarding a Melbourne Storm player, and according to the Telegraph, he's. Uh, he would start at most NRL clubs and he hasn't even played um, more than, I think, three seconds of first grade, even if he hasn't um, debuted for him yet. It's funny you said that. Mitchell Pierce, I don't mind it. I don't mind coming back. It's whether Benji can make that happen. I'm sure Tim would be happy to have a experienced number seven running his team around the park as they try and improve on one position. That's really all the Tigers have to do next year is get off the bottom. Well, not actually, no, not go backwards one. Because there's now oh, 17 God. teams. Well, that's right. They, if, they, <laughs> if they end up in 17th rather than 16th, that's not a good year. Um, yes. Uh, I, I, like we've said before about the Tigers, I like their pack. I think they need some work in the halves, but I, I still don't think that they're going all that bad with Jackson Hastings there. Mm. Um, I, I, I think if they can't get another half to come in, I think he would make a really good stopgap measure. He shouldn't be playing at 13. He's, no. he's either a six or a seven, uh, probably more likely a six, but... Anyway, that's that's the Tigers, mate. So Brooks disappeared. He won't beat the Tigers. It's just won't the, the stuff that happened last year. It should have happened last year. It's going to happen this time because Jake Clifford has apparently been earmarked by Hull FC, I think it is, or Hull KR. I'm sorry if I've mixed those up to our UK listeners. Effectively, they have lost one of their superstar players. Apparently, he's been signed by somebody else, and the money they're going to spend is now on Jake Clifford, who has flamed out Deluxe at Newcastle. Uh, I know there's been some off-field stuff that hasn't helped in that regard. But he started the year this year, like this 2022. They won two in a row and you're going, hello, Jake Clifford can run a team. Fell apart pretty quickly, Cocksmith. So they've moved on. They've brought Tyson Gamble into the halves. They've got Adam Clune still on contract. So my question is, if you add Luke Brooks, 
Are you also committed to keeping David Clemmer? Because we spoke about this a couple of episodes ago and the, the way this impacts your salary cap. Are you getting rid of Clemmer's last year to bring in Brooks? Is that the or, – or do we think that the money that uh, Clifford's leaving is enough to bring in Brooks? No, I don't think it's enough to bring Brooks in. I think they're going to have to offload someone else. Um, <clears throat> I hate it when they offload uh, – when they do a non-like for like – when they offload a front rower for a halfback, um, you know, but that's that's they're on their journey. Newcastle, I, I don't know, you know, exactly what they're doing. I don't know where they are in their salary cap as far as how much the wiggle room they've got. But you, you would think that if Brooks is going to take a haircut, he's not going to take that big a haircut because let's be honest, he can just hang out at the Tigers for another year on one point two. Yeah. He's going to want probably a three year deal, two to three year deal worth nine hundred. At the Knights, and I and I suspect he'll get it, and it might be two. It might be two with an option, but I reckon he's in the box seat because he knows how hungry they are for a half. <laughs> so they may have to offload Clemmer, and if they do, uh, I think he'd be a good pickup for a year or two with for a club like the Tigers, or or maybe even back to the Bulldogs. Mm. Um, I don't know how much. Uh, you know, if he's if he's worn out, he's welcome completely there. I'm not sure, um, but I still think Clemmer's got something to offer. Yes, I really do. I. We were pretty bullish about this being a good move for the Tigers two apps ago. So I think we're still on the same page there. Wayne Bennett, I haven't read the article because it was behind a paywall. It's just in the headline. Fun uh, wants the trade window back. This is one of the most hilarious things when it comes to the players being against this whole trading idea. Is that they're willing to jump out of contracts whenever they feel like it? But apparently we can't have trades. So, mm. like, yeah, it'd be awesome if we had a trade period at the end of the year. And this is what, effectively, what could happen here is that Clemmer could go to the Tigers and Brooks could come to Newcastle. We've talked about all the sort of negative elements to this, which is, you know, evidently what makes people talk. But the positive for Newcastle, Luke Brooks, what does he make him next year? Better? You want me to be, you want me to be honest? Hmm. Man, I don't believe in Luke Brooks. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't. I, I, and I know that there's much better judges than me that say that he can really play. Um, I don't know if he's going to be any better than than uh, Jake Clifford. I don't know if he's going to be any better than uh, Tyson Gamble in the halves. I, I just don't know, mate. I, he, he seems so low on confidence that I don't know if he's going to ever get it back. I'm, I'm not sure. Mm. Um, you watch him play and, and you know, he, he may have had two or three decent games this year for, for the Tigers. And when I say decent, I'm not talking about setting the world on fire. I'm talking about just not shockers, not well, things more, where... More involvement, because that was my biggest criticism at the start of the year, is he just sat himself on one side of the field and played as a 5'8". It was, it was not what Luke Brooks is good at. Luke Brooks is good when he's in amongst it all the time. Like, you can't... He's not a sit-back-and-watch guy. That's not his go. Well, I don't think it is. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not sure, mate. I haven't seen Luke Brooks play a really good game for years. And and that's scary. And it's scary for, for a, a team maybe like Newcastle that are, you know, preparing to spend $1.8 to $2.7 million on their new halfback. I, <laughs> I'd suggest it's even probably just as dangerous as buying a rookie for that money because we haven't seen him being worth $900,000 in mm. the last four years. I will say this about Newcastle. I'm just looking at their roster list. It's zonero.com, so it may be a bit out of date. Klemakov comes off contract. Okay. 
Uh, Tyson Frizzell comes off contract. Lachlan Fitzgibbon comes off contract. Uh, we know Clifford's gone. The other player who's on a big deal, oh, yeah, Dominic Young apparently is coming off contract. But there's three players that are coming off contract that would be on big, big coin at the Knights. Fitzgibbon, Frizzell, and Clemmer. So if they do decide to invest in Luke Brooks, I think they can afford it. That's what I'm getting at. Because yeah, you're probably those, right. There. Those yeah. three will be on, you know, upwards of over two combined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think um, I think that that's going to clear the decks a little bit for money. Um, but if you're going to spend nine hundred, you know, I, I read an article uh, a few weeks ago from from uh, Phil Gould wrote it, I think, or at least he was quoted heavily in it. Yeah, about about making mistakes spending certain amounts of money on players and you know some some coaches or some recruiters have made mistakes spending 100 200 300 maybe but when it comes to anything over 7 or 800 grand mate if you make a mistake like that that can destroy you for 3 or 4 years mm-hmm. one mistake you know so I don't know if Newcastle are in the position to make a big mistake like that. I'm not sure. I know they can't go much further backwards either. But um, I think you want when you when you're in a position like they are, and, and let's be honest, the coach is on death row. Um, when you're in a position, well, he is. He's is he not the happiest? No, okay, I'm being a bit facetious here. He has to be absolutely grinning from ear to ear that a coach has already been punted because it's taken all the pressure off him for a couple of months. Hasn't it, mate? I I actually believe that next year could be a watershed year for coaches being punted. You know, because uh, well, well, okay. Let's who have we got so far that's really on on the tightrope? Let's digress for one moment. We know that we know that Griffin is Griffin's on a tightrope. Yeah, the biscuits. Uh, Yeah, O'Brien is on on the tightrope. Kevy Walters. He's not. He's not sleeping too easy. No. Um, Holbrook. Are we going to call Holbrook? He, he's he's rolling over every night. He can't get to sleep. That poor bugger. And what, and of you, the other um, and of the other bottom eight teams, Cocksmith, hmm. Manly has a new coach. We'll get to his name in a are second. Are we going to Are we going to call that twenty twenty two or twenty twenty three? Because has lasted the full year. No, no. What I'm saying, for, but for, he's they've already made the move. Is what I'm saying. Of the teams that yeah, missed okay. the top eight last year, he's yep. he's been moved on. Uh, yep. The Bulldogs have got a new coach in Seraldo. Yeah. And the Warriors have got a new coach in Webster. So of the eight teams that missed the finals, we're saying every, every single other team coaches yep. Gornski. Is that what you're saying to me? Yeah. Well, I, I, I'd say that at least five or six of them are trembling in their boots right now. They don't want to pick up the phone when it's coming from head office. That's what I'd suggest to you. If they see the CEO's number pop up on their phone, they're not answering it. No. No way. They're just going to let that slide through to the keeper and I'll uh, I'll go through that voice message later on. Yeah, my phone I might was, or I might not call. was charging somewhere. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was on the toilet. Sorry, yeah, I couldn't, couldn't answer. I answer the phone when I'm on the toilet when you're calling, only when you're calling. Uh, <laughs> and we've got new coaching Tiger Town as well, obviously with Sheens and, and um, Benji. So Newcastle, Gold Coast, Dragons. I, I don't think Kevy's gone unless uh, the Broncos absolutely... Yeah. Are you serious? Like, if, if, they they stumble, the, if they stumble, if they stumble out, they don't make the eight. If they don't make the eight, mate, he's finished. Who are they bringing in? I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe your favourite, maybe, your favourite maybe. coach has already got a new gig. Well, hey, who knows, mate? We we know that Bell- Bellamy's last year, this year at Melbourne. 
He's not quitting. He's going to go on and do something else. Mm-hmm. Maybe just in time to take the reins of the Broncos. I like how you, you planned this seed last episode of the Freedom was Prison. You come back, <laughs> you've got a little seedling, it's poking its nose up through the, <laughs> through the soil. I'm, I love I'm it. watering I love it and it. putting it out in the sun every day, mate. One of those coaches that was punted last uh, this last season was Michael Maguire. Madge, he's got a new gig. As expected, he is a, not an assistant coach to Ricky Stewart at Canberra. We can't call it that because that degrades the national coach of New Zealand. Uh, yep. He's the senior NRL consultant. 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 Uh, to Ricky Stewart. I like it. Uh, from all reports, he's you know, he can get players on side. I don't love his tactics. But then again, I don't love Ricky's tactics as a whole. So, uh, look, I don't think it's a bad thing having another experienced coach on board. And I can't exactly um, rail against it, can I? So I might as well pretend I'm happy. Yeah, you can pretend. I want to know who appointed him. That's all I want to know. Ricky. I know you're going to start a narrative that he's worried about. Come on, mate. You you think Ricky Stewart said to... You think Stewart said to Ferner, mate, we need to get Madge in. Yep. Do you reckon that happened? Well, the other... Someone came out the other day and reckoned that Des Hasler's going to join Ricky Stewart in Canberra. Well, if he does, if he does, Ricky may have coached his last game. Uh, look, I'm not sure, mate. I think I, I. Why would Ricky want Madge there? Why would he, Ricky want a, another first Raider. grade coach? Yeah, I know that. I know that. And I think he was an assistant coach there yeah. too, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, as well as he was at Manly, but I, I'm not sure that Ricky would want him there. I mean, Ricky's pretty much a, a an us against the world kind of dude. Why does he want? Anyone that could not undermine him, but even offer a, an option on what Ricky's, it's my way or the highway, baby. Maybe this is why I thought the Des Hazel thing could just be a genius move. Maybe Ricky's gone. If I can get two assistant coaches that do press conferences, I only have to go to like one every three presser and save some money, avoid the fines. Do you reckon, do you honestly think, like, what would it cost them to get Des? To go to Canberra. He's he's used to being on the northern beaches <laughs> and and going to the. Well, just well, let's pretend. Maybe play, his own you know, salon. Play, Maybe his own salon. Yeah, you know? play devil's advocate for a moment. I reckon it cost hair him, him. I reckon it would cost him five hundred, six hundred grand to oh, get him yeah. there. No, now, if he laughable. went there, if he went there on that piddling money, do you reckon he'd go to a press conference? <laughs> Are you kidding? Des wouldn't go to the games. Does he be sitting at home, his slippers on and his robe on, just going, smoking his pipe? The the best thing you get from Des is a phone call to a journalist to tell him to watch watch him watch their manners. Tell you what, I wouldn't I wouldn't believe that story was at anybody except the person who wrote it. It Wasn't about Des Hazel, that's for sure. Uh, Maguire's gone. The other one that's um, somehow remoreed his way onto a uh, NRL head coaching staff again is uh, Flano. Sounds like Flano. Onto the shark, the super coach Seabold Shark, and indebted to uh, the Seagulls, or as you like to call him. I like to call him uh, Silver Tongue Seabold these days, mate. The Silver Tongue in the Silver Tail Land. <laughs> Steve Ralph has absolutely teed off on him, hasn't he? Oh, mate, I think Ranoff's hit the hit the nail right on the head Renault, because, Renault. like I like like I said to you last week, Silver Tongue Seabold must have the best the best boardroom game. If you if your missus's phone rang and it was Seabold's name came up on it, you'd rip it out of her hand and throw it in the pool. Like you don't know what he could get her to do, do you? If Seabold, if <laughs> oh, Silver Tongue no, Seabold's number came up 
on your missus's caller ID, the phone would be over the fence. Because <laughs> anything could be happening. He can talk anyone into anything. He did He did NRL.com this year, and I, and I kid you not, there was just no way known I was watching one second of his previous. You did why well, you didn't want it, you didn't want to get mesmerized. Oh no, I, I couldn't afford to. Like Medusa, I turned to stone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I just yeah. I, every time he fronted up for those press conferences, he just stood there and you just he had no idea what to do, none. And for him to get this gig, I mean, we talked about it heaps in the last episode. We're not going to spend a lot of time, but Flano's apparently getting on the coaching staff. He's on the PNG coaching staff. Uh, as someone put a tweet out today, uh, look at the silver lining in it all. Uh, Seabal joins Manly. Flano joins Manly. Flano no longer commentating. <laughs> Maybe, but I, I was just going to digress for a moment. And, yeah. and like you said, Seabal did look fairly lost in the press conference mm-hmm. rooms a couple of years back. But maybe they need to start holding the press conferences in the boardrooms of Manly because mm. he certainly knows what to say there. Or in, certain. In, in, or in any boardroom of any club. He certainly doesn't get mixed up in those situations. He knows exactly what to say and how to say it. Nice. All right, let's get to the – there's a couple of little signings that have, have popped around. We did discuss this uh, via text off air, people. We won't give you the full rundown on it, but the uh, Dragons' quest for that New South Wales Cup Premiership, it continues – They've signed Zane Musgrove from the Tigers, somehow convincing the Tigers to give up two years of Musgrove. Oh, how is he on a two two more years at the Tigers? He's okay, but he's not. It just does nothing for me. Like I said to you in a text message this week, I've got a theory about Coach Griffin. Mm-hmm. I've got a theory. I reckon he's just. <laughs> I reckon every time he signs one of these plonkers, he's just laughing to himself. He's thinking, you know what? <laughs> I haven't got much longer here, but what I can do is cause him a real heartache. And he's just signing Neville's from other clubs, yep. and he's going to set St. George up to probably, you know, try and get rid of those same Neville's in the next 18 months or so after they offload him. <laughs> um, so, so. I don't know what he's thinking, mate. I mean, we've done this before. We've danced this dance before. But let's go. Let's talk about the people who he has signed. You know, mm. and I'm not even counting Hunt in this because Hunt's just been re-signed, and we know that Hunt's favourite person in the world is Griffin. But that's because Hunt's just had his pockets loaded by Griffin again. You know, yeah. again. But the blokes that he signed, I mean, mate, uh, he signed nobody. Who was he signed? I think Sua might have been his best signing, Jaden Sua, yeah. or Sua, as he um, says. Yeah, Francis Milo, Dud, Michael Milo, Josh Maguire, Dud. Andrew McCullough, Moses Mbai. Moses Mbai. Who else we got? Um, Jack Gasowski doesn't even talk to him. Aaron Woods. Gone. Did he sign? Did he sign Aaron Woods, or did someone else? Yeah, he would have signed Aaron Woods. Jackson Ford, and then he's ended up going to Warriors. Uh, they got Poasa Famasili, who's now off to the uh, Redcliffe, so he's the one that's left, made way for um, Musgrove to come in. They've also signed George Burgess and then released George Burgess. They signed Jack Bird, didn't they? Or maybe that was before. That could have been before. Um, no. I think Paul McGregor signed him, didn't he? Yeah, he would have signed. You know, uh, Billy Burns. Mate, they, they yeah, look, look, Billy look you, don't even need, you don't even need to keep going, mate. They, <laughs> like, honestly, it's a joke. Oh, it's a so farce. Bad. If you're Moses a Saints Sully, fan, Moses Suli is probably the best signing. Moses Suli wasn't bad. I, I, okay, I, I will, I will give credit where it's due there. But 
the rest of them, the rest mm. of them, mate, are journeymen at the best, and and I know your club needs those kind of guys to f- fill out the player roster, but um, they've got like know. eighteen of them, eight in their twenty, their thirty man roster. But, like like, like you said, like you said, they're trying to win the New South Wales Cup. They've they've got it wrong, or maybe we've got it wrong. Uh, the sure. Manly's uh, Supercoach Seabell, you call him whatever you like. Silver, silver Tons. Uh, is, silver uh, they've Tons signed Ben Condon from the Cowboys, who was a back row a couple of years ago, played a couple of games of first big, grade. Then they moved into the row and he didn't see first grade again. He's on a three-year deal. And big Austin signing. Diaz, apparently, is going to join from the Tigers, who's 24 and barely got up with Who's that? Tigers. Austin Diaz. Was it Cameron D- What? Austin. Austin. No, never heard of him. Uh Let's let's move on. They're, they're let's move on. There's two other things to talk about before we wrap up the pod. Uh, number one is we spoke about him before, but Brent Reed he put two and two together and got seven because apparently Dave Fafita is coming to Canberra because his partner Shaylee Bent is uh, in their sights to be their marquee NRLW signing. It feels like I've I've had this rumor linked before when Canberra were going to sign Millie Boyle and Adam Elliott was going to stay like. It went the other way, didn't it? It went the other way. <laughs> um, so Millie went to Newcastle and so did Adam. And we'll talk about the feats in a sec, but, uh, yeah, thanks for that, Brento. Uh, the other one is Jonah Pazette. This is the headline from earlier. This was Fatima Kadu in The Telegraph. She said, he's the in-demand halfback whiz kid who, could, who would start at most other clubs and poaches are ready to pounce when he hits the market in a matter of days. Like... How many games I've seen played? I don't think he, he may have played one, but I don't think he has. has I'll give uh, you 50 bucks if, if it's more than He hasn't debuted yet. He's been playing under 19s. Um, yep. It's just it's just reckless. You just want to click. And this is the whole point of the recruiting whispers. Is if you put absolute garbage out there, they're going to call you out. And yep. that's just garbage. disgraceful. So, is he related to Troy Pezet? Yes, son. Pezet? Son, okay. Yeah. I remember that name, but I don't remember. Is it Jonah? Did you say? Yep. Did you say? Okay. I, I, I've never heard of Jonah before, uh, unfortunately. Um, I was just saying, but, if he was the superstar that, that they're saying he is, there's no reason they would have re signed Jerome Hughes. So, anyway. Correct. Last, but, yeah, go. <laughs> yeah, the last bit of news we need to cover off. Apparently, are you sitting down, Coxsmith? I know you are. I, I am, see you, but I you can see us seeing each other. Buzz has a bit of an exclusive for us, mate. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Did you know that Joseph Suali'i may not stay with the Roosters? <laughs> yeah, well, Do you want to know I mean, why? Do you want to know why? Know he why? wants to play fullback. And, and, yeah, they might have a couple of fullbacks. I didn't know this. Buzz, Buzz yeah. pointed this out for me, and I was like, yeah. Buzz, where would I be without you, Buzz? Because I mean, obvious. Did you know that Joseph Manu might actually be a good fullback? Are you aware? Well, well, look, that's that's the whispers around the place that he could be could be a good fullback. Uh, all right, that's the recruiting whispers number three. People, have you enjoyed it? That's episode two sixty seven. We have another episode coming up, so we're going to do some World Cup wrap from the first week. So, Cocksmith, take us out of recruitment whispers number three, please. Talk to you in a few minutes, mate. Pepsi. Not the show. Show. You've been sleeping over there. Pepsi.